Welcome to the first podcast in the RPC Tech Podcasting Series. This is a series of podcasts that I have made, or am starting to make, that will help you keep up with the rapid changing world of technology. And if you want to learn more about this podcast, as always, you can go to rpctech.blogspot.com. Well, let's get started. And uh, my main agenda for this podcast is I'm going to go down the Google News tech page and uh, see what we can figure out and analyze there to help make sense of the rapid-changing world of technology. And I'll also do many other things. And as always, I want you to post your comments on the blog, and I will respond to those in the show and try to answer your questions. So just remember that, rpctech.blogspot.com. Okay, we start off with the iPod Nano. Um, the iPod Nano is a great little MP3 player that Apple Computer has just released, and it really puts a big, a big punch for the other, the other MP3 player companies. Uh, the iPod Nano uh, is just amazing. If you haven't seen it, you have to go and see pictures of it. It's hard to describe. It's thinner than a number two pencil, and it is the weight of eight quarters, and still can hold a thousand songs, which way beats the original iPod, which came out in 2001, which had similar thousand song capabilities, but without the color screen. Yes, it has a colored screen, and um, it was much, 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 much bulkier. And uh, to see pictures of the Nano, all you have to do is go to your web browser, www.apple.com forward slash iPod Nano, or what you can do is you can go to your browser and you can apple.com www that is and um, at www.apple.com you'll see links for the nano everywhere because it really is an amazing mp3 player um, it is teeny and it is sleek it has the regular iPod looking design and um, I really think that this is going to be a big hit for Apple people are really going to like this iPod nano and um, it's going to make them, I really think, a lot of money. And um, I think it's soon to be the most popular MP3 player. The bad part is it is more expensive than the iPod Shuffle. I'm not the Shuffle, sorry, the Mini. The iPod Mini. And uh, I think the Mini really looked cool, and people liked the colors. It was a little bit bigger and stronger. It just seemed, and it really was a great little MP3 player. As far as colors go, they've made iPod Nano sleeves, or whatever you want to call it. There's many third-party companies making them as well as Apple, and you can slide them over your Nano, and they'll protect it. And they will also make it so that it is able to do many other things such as look pretty.
Okay, I think that we're starting to get the Nano. The bad part on the Nano is some iPod devices don't work with it that have to do with remotes. And although it can store photos, it can't hook up to a TV or download from a camera like the iPod Color. So there isn't a huge advantage in that. So we'll have to see what happens. Um, also, with the Nano, we have seen that on the same night with Apple's music event, they released iTunes 5. iTunes 5 is great, looks nice, it's for Mac and Windows. Um, only problem is that the uh, iTunes 5 puts the podcasts in the, um, the library for iTunes. Which means that your songs from your podcasts are going to be in your library. This can be good and bad. I'm starting to fall in love with it, but at first it was really bad. And the only problem I'm having with it is for the CNN podcast I subscribe to that gets like every half an hour a new one. That is starting to really build up in there, so maybe I'm going to have to unsubscribe to that one or put it in some sort of a playlist, smart playlist, so I can delete it. Well, um, now back to our next story. In the world of science and tech, there's always lots going on, and it doesn't seem to be any different. Um, okay, let's start on the, um, sorry for that. Is the flash memory revolution coming? Who would have thought a few years ago that flash memory chips would one day, yes, one day, be posed to replace hard disk drives? But after Samsung Electronics announced a 16 gigabyte flash memory chip, the product is poised to revolutionize everyday life. Already more and more people are using flash memory to store digital content such as text, images, music, and video clips. Samsung says that flash memory has bought, brought a second paper revolution to the era of digital. The 50 nanometer, 17 gigabyte NAND flash memory was introduced on Monday. It can store 32 hours of HD digital files, as well as Samsung is working on a 32, 64, and 128 gigabyte chip. This is nice, but as far as practicality, it's um, going to probably be a lot more expensive. And uh, the real uses for it might be nice for products such as the iPod Nano, which I was just talking about it, and as well as other devices that rely really fast output from your hard drive. It could be nice for gaming, I see, but other purposes I don't see that much um, use for it until the price comes down. Okay, the Game Boy Micro. Uh, this is Nintendo's new handheld, and Japanese customers just got their chance to get their Game Boy Micro, 
and apparently it's selling pretty well. The Game Boy Micro is 12, priced at 12,000 yen, just under 90 euros. That doesn't do much good for us people in the U.S. And uh, the Game Boy Micro is, uh, let's just say this, it's small. And if you want a little uh, um, Game Boy, this is the one. Uh, Nintendo states that it aims to sell 10.2 million Game Boy Advance units, including 4 million Game Boy Micros by the end of this financial year. Um, on September 19th, the Game Boy will be launched in the U.S. for $99, it looks like. Uh, I have a hard time believing that. And anyways, we'll just have to see what happens with this little Game Boy. I'm a big fan of bigger game systems. I used to like these portable ones, but after playing on them, you realize that it's not the perfect situation. Okay. Uh, apparently, Firefox web browser had a flaw in it. They've created a fix and are probably working on a patch as we speak. It might even be out by now. And I guess it opens up opportunities for people to get in and harm you. I love Firefox web browser. I love Firefox web browser. It is one of the best. It is the best web browser for any versions of Windows below um, XP, in my point. And... Uh, it's gonna be a big thing, I think. So we'll have to see how that goes as well. The PSP, the PS3 looms over Xbox in Japan. Microsoft is courting Japan gamers. Okay, um, Japan gamers are furious for Sony, and most people don't think that's going to change at all. So we'll have to see how that goes. And I always have liked the Xbox. I don't know much about the Xbox 360. Um, and right now I'm having some troubles with GarageBand that I'm recording this on. So anybody who is noticing some gaps in my audio recording, uh, forgive me for that this episode. Okay. Um, I really like Xbox. Like I said, I don't own one. I don't own a game system at all. So we'll have to see how that goes and mainly because they're too expensive and that's a big problem these people have to work over. And I guess we play a lot of games or not, but who has time? So I guess let's see how it goes. It looks like the graphics are kind of gonna be what people think is gonna dominate. The graphics on the Xbox now apparently seems that people think is going to be dwarfed. Um, as far as the PS3, I'll just do a search for that right now. And, uh, that isn't looking quite is sharp, I don't think, as the Xbox. It's much less 
pizzazz on it, whether that's good or not, I don't know. And I hope that the main thing is that'll come from this competition is cheaper prices, not more expensive ones, which is what it's shaping up to be. Sony also argues that uh, the Blu-ray disc will put it over the top of the Xbox, and Xbox the same with the HD DVD. And I'm not sure which one of those will win either. Speaking of those two, the Blu-ray and put a huge gap in each other. They both really hurt themselves by delaying each other. Both have a ton of big networks that say they're going to put their pictures up on them only. And it's going to get to be really expensive for people if they have to buy two, two different movie players. So, um, And if they both have good movies on it that you can't get on the other one, it's going to really, really be difficult. So we're going to have to see who wins this battle and see what happens. And I can only hope that everything in the end can get sorted out with this mess. Um, now as far as Apple goes, Apple Computer has done very well lately. I use a Mac to record this podcast. It works well. So we'll have to keep our eyes on them. Microsoft Windows Vista. Um, there's been some bad news with that lately too. It appears that all they're doing is they're taking the XP framework and just putting a new graphics interface on it, which is just going to cost you a lot because you're going to have to get at looks like at least 128 megabytes of graphics to run it, and this would not be good. As well as they're thinking of putting it out in seven different versions, which would be very confusing for users and make them able to jack up prices on the so-called ultimate version of Vista. So we'll, we'll have to see how that goes. I myself think Tiger is already infinitely better than Vista will ever be, and it really isn't that much more expensive than any Windows box, so we'll have to see how that goes. And for all you who might be upset that I said box, I think that uh, the Dells and other computers are really beautiful, but as I always say, Macintosh has a box too, the um, G5, the Power Mac G5, that's a box, a box is a shorter word for a desktop computer, so uh, if you haven't looked inside the Power Mac, once again, go to apple.com and go to their store, and on their store, you can click the Power Mac G5 link, and then from there, you can get the Photos link, the gallery, and it is inside not a single cord. That is amazing, so I want to see how that works out for them. Anyways, this has been the first episode of RPC Tech, so let's keep on with Rapid Change in Tech. Tune in next week and go to the blog. The blog is rpctech.blogspot.com. No capitals, no spaces. Be there and look at it, and I'm working on improving that as we speak. So let's do the, do the tech, as they say. See ya, I'm Josiah Olson.